You're tuning in to Give Yourself a Promotion, the podcast. Give Yourself a Promotion teaches coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, and nine to five escapees how to act now in their business with the right attraction system, conversion strategies, and teaching mechanisms in order to earn in their sleep. This podcast is all about answering one simple question we all have. How can you build a profitable business and career that transforms the lives of your clients and impact the world without burning yourself out? You have arrived at the right place and we plan to share all of the details inside. Subscribe, review, and share now. You don't want to miss a beat. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Armani Diggs, back with another season of Give Yourself a Promotion. Man, I am so grateful to be here and talking with you all today. And thank you so much for tuning in. It feels so good to be back and chatting it up with you today. So I wanted to tap in on this topic um, because I think it was appropriate for our very first episode of the season. And it's really going to be surrounding around how to position yourself to win, especially in 2020 with so much going on. First, before we get there, I definitely wanted to kind of like tell you what's been going on. It's been a very interesting six months. Um, I'm just so grateful to still be standing here in front of you all today and blessed to be here just with all of the tragedies that have transpired since the global pandemic has hit in March. And when it hit in March, it completely changed the way I do business as a company. And also we do business as face the agency. So we decided to take a break from recording and really just focus on rearranging some of the ways that we present our offers just to make sure that our clients get the best, best service. And so one of the biggest takeaways so far has been to not be afraid to pivot in order to position yourself to win. And that's what inspired the topic for today. And so many of you all are coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, or just simply nine to five escapees looking to diversify your income and your opportunities. And so this is always awesome. It's always good to kind of like stand up for what you really want to do in life. But it's also just the perfect time to really capitalize in a down market. But first, you must ask yourself a very important question. What will I help my audience do and why should they choose me, right? What are the benefits? So let's self-reflect, shall we? For example, I had a yoga instructor. Um, it was so interesting. I had a yoga instructor approach me on LinkedIn as soon as COVID hit and made its way to the U.S. And she had a yoga studio that majority of her income was really coming from. And so when she closed them down and started to look at ways to teach online, she just didn't know really where to start because she's like, okay, COVID hit. I'm not going to be able to really do my classes, you know, five to five to six times a week. And that's really going to be able, that's really going to help, um, strengthen the way I do business if I kind of take all of my services and position them and package them up to go online. So of course, um, that is one of my expertise to be able to help you package your services into an online program. So she came to me. Um, and one of the things that I noticed is that she didn't really establish herself 
as an expert virtually. So people knew her, they knew that shop down and on this street that they can be able to go to and be able to get their yoga classes done maybe two, three times a week, get their fitness in and be happy with it. But she just never really thought of what could happen right now if my company closed shop. Like, what will I be able to do to pivot? And so the platform that she had built online was really inspiration-based. She was empowering folks to be able to take care of their bodies. But she didn't really set herself up as an expert. And so she was giving away so much free value um, with her online presence. But she didn't really position herself to win as a business. And so that really, really hurt when it came to transitioning from, okay, I need to hurry up and get people to buy you know, my course online, but how do I do that? And I think a lot of people struggle in that regard. And so because she wasn't viewed as someone to buy from or really make a difference aside from other yoga yoga enthusiasts, it really hurt her bottom line starting out. But we knew that we could turn this around as soon as we got our hands on it. So we started an awareness campaign to kind of introduce her audience to what she did in real life as an owner of three yoga studios and how to kind of stay sane during pandemic virtually. Like, of course, this has been a whirlwind for a lot of folks and how they're going to be able to provide for their kids, how they're going to be able to provide for their families, or even just staying sane and healthy with the fear of this invisible monster kind of like coming after us, but you don't know what's going to happen, you know? And so this allowed her to kind of be a little bit more transparent. And so after that, she started a free Facebook group and then shared some of the transformations to her community only. And so for those of you who have been following my journey for a very long time, you know that community is number one, whether it's going to be in the form of a Facebook group, a membership site, or even if you just have a virtual community that you kind of interact with via email, some type of camaraderie or form that you have in place, that is something that's really going to help you take your position to new heights. Community is everything. And so she did that. And then she started to implement different giveaways along the way, just leading up to she knew that her end goal was going to be able to provide a yoga one-on-one masterclass virtually. And so she's just building the desire, right? You start to build a desire for the offer that you have in place. And that's exactly what she did. And so once she did that, she found out that a lot of people that were interested in doing these yoga one-on-one masterclasses or doing having some type of yoga fitness challenges done virtually, they were also interested in readings. Now, readings isn't something that she necessarily had an expertise in, but she did have a colleague that was very, very skilled in that and who had already established a platform for doing readings. So what she did, of course, was outsource per se, or really team up with someone and partner with someone that will be able to provide that service. And so with that, she mended those two brands together and was able to still provide that reading and capitalize off of that opportunity to her new warm audience, which was absolutely amazing. And so she transformed the way she did business without really worrying about having a leasing space. So the question becomes, I give this example because it's probably one of my favorite examples, especially for folks that have either brick and mortar stores or who have um, only businesses that are offline. How can you 
influence and teach your audience every day so that you, you as a brand or ready to win with you. How do you do that? You need a community. You need loyalty and you need skills to do that. And so a lot of folks just kind of came upon this empowerment movement, you know, you know, women's empowerment. And for some strange reason, I don't know why we don't have a men's empowerment, but our men need to be empowered as well. But that took off a couple of years ago and it just always stayed in the background as just a point of reference that people typically go into without actually being able to provide extreme value. And so that's one of the hardest things to do when you're transitioning a lot of your your um, services and your brand and taking it online because there are so many different quotes and empowerment messaging that kind of overcompasses that. And so you have to be able to present yourself to stand out like, yes, I will empower you, but I'm also going to teach you how to get paid or I'm also going to teach you how to upgrade your life or I'm also going to teach you how to become the best version of you or take your life, career or business to the next level. Right. And so when you do that, of course, you need to not only just sell the content per se, but you want to sell access to you. Sell access to you and the offer versus just the service. Um, this is probably one of the hardest things that people don't understand the difference in between. I've been, just speaking from example, I've been in a multitude of different courses and programs, and I'm very, very critical when it comes to the level of customer service and feedback and interaction that either the presenter or the organizer has for their community. Because I don't know for me, customer service is everything. And if I bought into a service, a program, or a product, I would accept I would expect that that customer service is going to be either top-notch or that person is present in the business. Even if you're not going to get the, the owner of the company, you're going to get someone at some level in the company that's going to be able to answer the questions for you. And so when you do that from a consumer perspective, now you have to think about it on the other side as you start to market to consumers what you want to position yourself as and how do you position yourself to win. And so always think about your customer service aspect and being present in your business or being present in your career in order for you to position yourself to win. And when you sell your access to people, people are more inclined to buy because guess what it does? It diffuses confusion, right? When you put an offer out there or you position yourself as a brand or you position yourself as a business, whatever the case may be, sometimes it takes people a, hard, a, a longer time to be able to identify exactly what you do, right? There's been now, as the, the owner of multiple companies, my baby, of course, is my service base. So I tend to to really level and resonate more with service based companies or entrepreneurs because that's what I'm known by. However, I do have other e-commerce companies that I have, but I don't choose to teach e-commerce. I can teach you elements of e-commerce from a digital product perspective, but I don't choose I don't choose to just teach e-commerce for a very important reason. One is because 90% of my audience and clientele are service-based or are looking for me to be able to provide tips from a service-based perspective. So if I start to add in 
the e-commerce aspect of it just to 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 please the 10 percent you know what that does to the other 90 that confuses them because they say well hold up i thought you were an expert in this but now you're saying you're also an expert in that but i know you for that so you have to be able to make a decision in order for you to be able to position yourself to win you don't have to do it all right you don't have to do it all. You have to be able to make a decision and stand up for what are you passionate about and what do you really want to be able to teach? And so always remember that you want to practice what you preach. People need to feel like they can trust you before they buy from you. And so if you're offering a service, but don't walk the walk, how would they expect or know if you're truly an expert? Now, there's a lot of flakers out there. There are a lot of flakers that will say, I'm an expert in this. I'm a guru. I'm an influencer, which is self-proclaimed. But what matters the most is what people say that you're able to do based on the results that you're able to yield for them. Now, at prime example, I could be I can probably do my makeup really, really well if I wanted to. But then if you ask me to do it on another person. I don't know if I'm going to call myself a makeup artist, right? Because I can do it on myself because I know myself. But if I wanted to be able to take my talents to, you know, a social platform, whatever the case may be, and I want to call myself a makeup artist, I need to be able to show that I can also do it on another person. And it's the same thing with any other business or any other brand. And so people want to be able to trust you before they can buy from you. Now, don't be afraid to pivot in this season and take advantage of opportunities honestly through trial and error because the trial and error is what births the success story and so as you start to experience these different things in your life your career or your business um don't feel like you failed if something quite just didn't go your way or didn't quite go the way that you thought that it was going to go because through that is where success is birthed and so when you start to, to pivot in your business, it creates different avenues for you to be able to, to talk about and be able to, to present upon. And this is just the beginning. Season two will be packed with tips. And each and every Thursday, we will be live. And so expect an episode each and every Thursday. Um, the biggest takeaway from today that I want you all to always remember is to think about how you're going to position yourself to win. As you start to come upon this season, whether you're you're thinking about starting a new career path or just what you want to do for a living or start a new business, always remember to position yourself to win. And how do you do that? You do that with the correct customer service, making sure you kind of have all of your ducks in a row, and then also self-reflect on what you have and why should people choose to work for you why should people choose to work with you how about that what are the benefits what are the solutions that you can provide not just the features not the pretty features but what are the benefits okay so don't miss a beat please subscribe now don't forget to follow me on instagram at hello armani or on facebook at hello armani and until next time have a wonderful day